This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Hi, I'm David Marsland. In this special edition of The Leader, we're looking at how coronavirus is causing a global conservation disaster, putting some of the most endangered species on the planet at further risk of extinction. It's not just the virus itself that's a threat to some animals. Sickness in people and economic collapse are harming efforts to preserve the environment and control poaching. While COVID-19 spreads, the illegal wildlife trade is thriving. They shoot cameras, not guns, on safaris, and it's worth big money, more than $100 billion a year to the sub-Saharan economy. But most of these visitors come from the USA, UK and China, three countries locked down by coronavirus. The tourists aren't going to Africa anymore. For example, in a month, we have been earning on average $2 million US dollars. The last... Uh, Three months, April, May and June, we have less than $100,000. Sam Mwanda is executive director of the Uganda Wildlife Authority. We have suspended all capital developments. We can't buy equipment, we can't improve infrastructure, we can't set up new infrastructure. Across Africa, as much as $55 billion may have been lost in the last three months costs must be cut. Patrols and surveillance in some areas are dwindling, leaving poaching unchecked. That's terrifying for people like Dr Max Graham, the founder and CEO of the Space for Giants conservation group. Poaching levels in Uganda have doubled um, compared to this time last year. We know that poaching's up in Kenya, there's huge pressure in southern Africa. So we are starting to see the impacts of that now, and that's only a, you know, four months after the crisis really kicked in. So we're anticipating it to really bite in the, in the coming months. In fact, Botswana is reported to have seen 10% of its rhinoceros wiped out by poachers, threatening the animal's survival in the country. The horns are smuggled to the Far East, where they're mistakenly believed to cure illnesses, even cancer. Other animals are slaughtered to be eaten, and that's sometimes causing devastating confrontations. A really tragic case of the COVID-19 crisis is in the case of a silverback gorilla in Bwindi in Uganda. And that gorilla is an iconic animal, incredibly well known. And that animal was killed three weeks ago. Some local people who were desperate went into the forest to hunt animals for meat and they encountered the silverback gorilla who um, was trying to defend his family and try to scare them away. And as a consequence, um, the poachers um, killed this, this gorilla. Poachers do get caught. Sentences can be severe. 
One man in Malawi was recently imprisoned for 18 years for killing a black rhinoceros in Luwande National Park. But Sam Moanda says even the justice system is not immune to COVID-19's interference. When we arrest a poacher, we take him to police, and then police prepares a file that is taken to court. In the process of preparing that file, they need that poacher to remain with them. And by Ugandan law, they can stay with him for 48 hours uh, in the police cells. Now, because of COVID-19, they can't keep very many people in the cells. They have to limit the number to reduce the possibility of uh, spreading the, the, the virus. The problem's not confined to Africa. India is having similar problems. A study by Wildlife Trade Monitoring Network Traffic found that reported poaching of wild animals more than doubled in the first six weeks of lockdown. That included the killing of nine leopards. Trisha Ghost is the project director of the Habitats Trust based in New Delhi. Species are being systematically wiped out by organized poaching networks, with new poaching techniques and trade routes emerging faster than we can respond to them. Even the COVID-19 pandemic, which is the perfect example of the negative repercussions of our exploitative relationship with nature, hasn't deterred wildlife traders and has only been exacerbated by the increased demand for traditional Chinese medicines as treatments for the symptoms of COVID. Wildlife habitats are being ravaged during lockdown. There is firm evidence that deforestation has increased in many countries across the globe. In March alone, 645,000 hectares of tropical forest were destroyed around the world. That's an area four times the size of London. And the destruction is 150% higher than the March average, according to the World Wildlife Fund. Sam Moanda and Max Graham fear what's being lost. It's extremely important for us to conserve whatever we have that is wild because it is the source of our livelihoods. And for countries like Uganda that depend on agriculture, these wild areas are the source of a lot of the rain that we receive. And we haven't gotten to the level where we can do irrigation at an appropriate level. So we depend on rain-fed rain agriculture. And so we need these wild places. Wildlife has intrinsic value and wildlife habitat is the source of evolution, including our own. We owe our existence to natural habitat. Um, and over and above that, of course, um, the places where wild animal, animals live are the natural sinks that hedge against global warming. Are you happy for me to go ahead? Yes. The global spotlight is, of course, on the race for a vaccine against COVID-19. Trials like this one in Oxford are entering their final stages, funded by $1.2 billion from the US. They'll publish their first data this week. They'll know in the next month whether it works or not. But could it happen all over again? We don't know for sure that coronavirus came from a wet market in Wuhan. But places like these, when animals are brought in unsanitary conditions to be sold on unhygienic streets, are the perfect breeding ground for potentially fatal new viruses. 
Conservationists like Trisha Ghost say this pandemic is a wake-up call, that the illegal wildlife trade remains one of the greatest threats to biodiversity and potentially human life. Our health and our well-being is intrinsically linked to our environment and our natural resources. If we were to lose our natural habitats, not only would we lose our source of life and sustenance, but we'd also be increasing our contact with wildlife. Viruses and other pathogens are capable of making the leap from animals into human populations with devastating impacts. Richard Thomas is from the Traffic Network. They say in the run-up to coronavirus being discovered, an average of 20 tonnes of pangolins and their parts were being trafficked internationally every year. Scientists at South China Agricultural University say there's a 99% match between COVID-19 in humans and a strain of the virus found in pangolins. Regardless of what proved to be the origins of COVID-19, it has highlighted the very real potential for poorly managed trade to lead to uh, spillover events where viruses and other pathogens are capable of making the leap from animals into human populations with devastating impacts. You can read more on this in our special features in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk where there are also videos. The Evening Standard and Independent have launched a campaign called Stop the Illegal Wildlife Trade, working with partners including Space for Giants. You can find out more about that on our website and if you'd like to donate, go to standard.co.uk forward slash wildlife or follow the links in our show notes. The Leader Podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.